Welcome back to Workwoman. This is the first official episode of 2022. I'm ready for it. You're ready for it. Let's cut to the chase. I want to talk about how you get everything you want out of this year. I want to walk you through the process of how you mechanically and methodically work your way backwards from today, which today you might not feel like you're actually able to achieve what you want. I've sat back and felt that many times, even as I did this going into 2022, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, man, I don't know that this next evolution of me, this Natalie 2.0, I don't know that I am hurt. I, I know I'm not her yet and I don't know how I become her. It's in that feeling that you have to pivot from, okay, I feel this way, but I'm going to take the activity necessary. I'm going to take the actions and I'm going to be proactive and I'm gonna do what I need to in order to become that next version of myself because I have to. So we're gonna get into all of the nitty gritty around this, but this is going to be an awesome episode. I can hardly wait to hear all of your guys' success stories throughout 2022 and then going into 2023 because it'll be here in the blink of an eye. Let's get started. All right, so in order to properly set goals, I don't care if it's a New Year's resolution, I don't care what you call it, if it's manifesting or affirmations, it, it, to me, it's potato, potato, doesn't really matter. You're listening to this because you want to move from where you're at today to some other heightened, more elevated place. It's not backwards. That's the first differentiator. You're not saying, oh, I'm where I'm at right now, but I want to maybe not do as much and maybe achieve less. Like nobody actually says, oh, I'd like to achieve less. Maybe you want to work less, but you don't actually want to impact less. You don't actually want to love less. You don't actually want to give less. You just want to change the mechanism by how you're doing that. But you likely want to increase and do more of making connections, having more influence, having more power, having more ability to go do something. And so you're here, you're still listening, which means that you want more and you want to increase your state in life, your your lot in life, your situation in life. So in order for you to get to where you want to go, the first place that you need to start is assessing where you're at right now. Why I love the new year is it gives you this point in time, this fixed point to be able to say, okay, over the last 12 months, what's happened? Write down, literally right now, open up a phone or open up a note in your phone, write the second, open it up and write 2021. And then for 30 minutes, I want you to write down everything that you accomplished in 2021. I'm gonna walk through mine because I made this post on my Instagram. I shared with everybody the things that I view as accomplishments from 2021. And I wanna unpack some of this because you will find gold, absolute gold in the things that you accomplished. Because either you're gonna be really happy and proud of yourself, or you're gonna be upset because you didn't accomplish what you wanted. And it's really important to figure which which one of those, like which side of the fence are you on? Okay, so on mine in 2021, I did write, just like spoiler alert, I did write that this opening post said, 2021 was the best year of my life. This is true. So I presented at 50 events, like holy shit, holy shit. That's a lot of events, 50 events, recorded 25 podcasts, I worked out 311 times. Uh, I got in the best shape of my life. Never been, I've never had this much muscle. I wrote a 225 page book in 10 days. 
I was a number one bestseller on Amazon uh, for my book, Teamwork. So not only did I write the book in a, a confined period of time, I also hit the target of becoming a number one Amazon bestseller. Hired 40 plus employees. We hit 40 million in revenue at Cardone Ventures, which is freaking amazing. Planned the destination wedding, married, like we did the damn thing, finalized that. But then we also went through the process of getting a prenup. And let me tell you, getting a prenup is not like some rosy, flower-filled, happy conversation. Like there were some really difficult conversations. There's hard things you have to confront. I am proud that we finished this. This isn't one of those things that I feel very negative. I'm actually like pumped at the way that we were able to navigate this. But it's something that actually happened and occurred in 2021 that needs to be listed on here. What's funny, luckily, Brandon, I don't think we'll listen to this and let's not make this a clip. But I had stopped my list originally at hit 40 million in, in revenue at Cardone Ventures. Like that's where the list stopped. And I was like, oh my God, wait, I got married and all these other things happened. So you'll see how this starts to unfold. That's why I said, pro tip, you have to spend 30 minutes on this activity. You should not be able to write all of these things down within a matter of five minutes. Like it should take longer than that. Okay, there, the list continued for me. Um, we bought a condo in Miami, invested $1 million in real estate, finished a four year home build in Arizona, opened a 25,000 square foot office in Scottsdale, Arizona. If you live in Scottsdale, let's talk. Finalized and leased um, 10,000 square feet of office space in Miami. Did a 10 city tour, US tour to meet business owners. This was important because then I like, I got on a roll, right? All of a sudden, it's like, I let go a lot of people, a lot of ideas and a lot of things that aren't in alignment with where I'm going in 2021. Like those were accomplishments. I, I literally cut people out of my life. I cut my own thoughts out of my talk track in 2021 in order for me to accomplish these things. That's a big accomplishment. Uh, and last, this is absolutely not least, help thousands of business owners build and scale their teams, build and scale their businesses. So the purpose of this, once you have this list, you go through this activity, okay, I'm spending 30 minutes writing down what I accomplished, things that I did, ways I spent my time in 2021. Maybe that's places that you visited, places that you traveled. It could be health related. Ideally, there's a financial component, like look at your finances. In 2021, how much money did you earn? That should be on here. How much money you invested, where you spent your money. Once you have this list in place, then you get to evaluate, would I repeat this? Would I not repeat this? Or does this need to scale to be bigger? Would I present at 50 plus events again in 2022? The answer is yes but I would want those events to be newer audiences to me. I don't want them to be the same events, talking about the same things over and over again. The size in which the, the magnitude and the impact has to increase in order for me to want to repeat this activity. But if I did the exact same events in the exact same structure with the exact same number of people, that's not growth. So maybe it looks like, hey, I want to do 15 events this year, but they're going to be in, on stages with 5,000 plus people each. All of a sudden, ooh, that's a big new target. Recorded 25 podcasts. That one, when I, when I saw that, I was like, ugh, I don't like that. Like to me, it should at least have been 52, one every week, if not like 75, so that there's, there's more people and more interviews and more topics that were talked about. I don't like the 25. So to me, that number, the actual number metric has to increase. Worked out 311 times, but it's not just about quantity, maybe it's about quality for you. Like when you think about your how much time you spent working out in the gym, maybe it's just 
okay, I have a target of three times a week. It should be five. Honestly, if you're starting with three times, I think that's a stupid number. I don't know who came up with you should work out three to four times a week. You should work out five days a week. I don't know anybody who shouldn't be working out five days a week. Wrote a book, sat back. Do I really want to write another book in 2022? Could this, could I double down on this book versus doing this a second time? So you start formulating these questions of what you want to do in 2022 or the following year. What I would like to talk about is the growth targets that are numerical. Revenue size, employee count, like those numbers at this point in your business, maybe your income, should be crystallized. You should know exactly how much money you want to make next year and then start playing games with it. Okay, if you target making this much money, how much money are you spending on yourself? What are you buying yourself? Sometimes in these conversations, people's mindsets become so limited. It's like, oh, well, let's say I made $60,000 last year. I would love to make $80,000 because then I could, could spend a little bit more here. But the big things never get encountered and really figured out when you just make a jump from, from 60 to 80. Well, what if I made $100,000? How much does your life change and how much more could you spend in investing if you move from 60 to 100? Now the big 10X would be, okay, 60 to 600,000. What things do you have to do to add so much value to yourself where you could literally 10X your income? Love those questions. Those are the ones that should like eat at you, but you should get playful with where would you spend that money and what would you buy yourself and how do you not put boxes on you? How do you think from a place of expansion? So I actually started this process. What's not shown here is the first place that Brandon and I, Brandon's my husband, Brandon and I um, spent time in this planning process for this upcoming year. First, it was in the business goals. We started the business goal process, which you should go back and, and listen to my quarterly team meeting uh, podcast. But we started this saying, okay, where do we want Cardone Ventures? So all of that was already baked out. But what we hadn't spent time talking about is where do we want to invest our money next year? When we were, uh, it was probably December 27th, sat down with him like, okay, great. If the business hits these targets, this is what our income looks like. This is what his income looks like. This is what our joint income looks like. This is what Natalie's income looks like. And based off of Brandon, what does Brandon want to spend his money on? What do we want to spend our money on? And what do I want to spend my money on? This conversation is at, very, at first very just heavy. You're like, oh, well. Well, for first money has to go here and then it has to go here and, and then it looks like this. But if you allow yourself, and I highly suggest that you do, allow yourself to enjoy the process of playing with your income and your investment numbers, man, this should be the thing that's just like, wow, what if we really made this impact? Okay, where does this money go? And Again, this conversation for us was probably a 20 minute conversation of doing the math backwards and okay, what would our targets be? So then clarifying the targets. If you are by yourself, make sure you have these numbers solidified. If you're with a significant other, clarify what the targets are for you together because there should always be the buckets of for you guys together so that you can be every single month like, oh yeah, this is what the target is. How close are we to that target? And it fuels you once you know where you're gonna spend it. If it's just money and you're just, I used to take not very much responsibility of this area of my life because you know there's no denying, Brandon has always made more money than I have. And so it always seemed like it was what he was spending money on and what he wanted to do. And now that this prenup is finalized, there's this bucket that is 
our stuff together. And our stuff together, one of the things that did get us excited in the prenup process was like these new conversations. What what do we want to spend and how do we want to invest and how do we want to grow that and what does that look like? And so I encourage you, yes, you guys might still have separate, Natalie still has separate, Brandon still has separate, but us together, we have targets for that. And we're both excited about looking at the different investment opportunities and the different ways that we can have targets. And it brings us closer together every single day because then we're pulling for each other so that that piece stays strong and grows and creates more. All right, next up, this this one was was the not so fun part of the list. So the finishing the home build in Arizona, the buying a place in Miami, and this, the plans for the office in Miami. Building, designing, remodeling, all of the stuff with your home is the biggest distraction of your lifetime. It is the single biggest distraction that you can have. It is a waste of energy. It is fraught with frustration because it's never going to be perfect. Four years ago when we started this home build, the first thing I would tell myself is don't build a home. I will never build a home again. As clear as the day is long, I will not. Is that a saying? I don't know. I will never build a house again. It is the worst waste of resource and my time and my mental energy. And so as I looked at this, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm never going to do this again. We, we flirted with the idea of, of doing it again. I was like, what am I thinking? Absolutely not. No, there should be absolute no's in your life and how you spend your time. And when you look at these buckets, all of a sudden it becomes really clear, hey, guess what? Never doing that again. And you create rules and parameters for yourself so that you don't forget and make that same mistake and you're, as you're trying to pursue something new. Brandon and I are so excited about having all of this done because for the first time, we actually have some solid ground to operate off of so that we're able to expand. We've never been able to expand like this before because the foundation never seems solid. Now that these things are checked off the list, both of us say to each other, like we can't even imagine what the next five years is gonna look like. If we've been able to accomplish what we've been able to accomplish over the last five years, these next five years are going to be unbelievable because we don't have all of the stuff that takes us away from our real targets. Stuff meaning building a house, spending time, making things perfect and making the environment. It's never gonna be perfect. As soon as you build your dream house, I promise you, you're gonna want a bigger house and that's fine. So don't pour yourself into these silly decisions. All right, next up. Um, I think that's good. I feel like, okay, once you go through this previous year process and you evaluate what were the right decisions, then you pivot into, okay, 2022. Primary focus for me in 2022 is expansion of our brand at Cardone Ventures, our impact, and making contact with more people. I predominantly listed things that would allow me to do that. One of them, blowing up on TikTok. I want to have a million followers on TikTok uh, because I believe that I would be able to reach more people and have a greater impact and influence by being able to do that. The other thing that I added on to here was the Forbes 30 under 30 article. It comes out in December and I picked it up and I was like, man, I got two years left. I'm going to push off applying for Forbes 30 under 30 until next year, but then I only have one year. So it's, you know, a little stressful. And for whatever reason on New Year's Eve day, it's like, oh, I wonder what the application process looks like for this coming year, not waiting till next year to apply. The cutoff is like around that time. I essentially had one day to make this application 
but I stopped everything and realized, okay, this is what I want. Why wait a year? I had my own self-limiting beliefs as, oh, I'm not ready yet. My application won't be ready yet. The impact isn't great enough. Who cares? Pull those things forward and try to accomplish them faster. If I'm not ready, then I've at least gone through the application process. But it also, in setting this Forbes 30 under 30 target, I'm like, wait a second, I should start talking and networking with all of these people who have done this before. So I'm going to be bringing them on my podcast. I'm going to be reaching out. I'm going to be building relationships with people because I want to be more like them. I want to be in an influential position with them so that we're able to expand our networks. I can help them. They can help me. But this, it's a beautiful process when you really go for that scary thing because all of a sudden you start putting together ways for how you get closer to that. And so this Forbes 30 under 30 piece started to change conversations. Brian and I were having about, okay, where do I spend my time? If I am going to wait a full year, I didn't wait, but if I am going to wait a full year, what do I need to have accomplished next year in order to make this legitimate and to where I feel very proud and excited about this. All of these other things are important uh, and they, they motivate me. They're different people, specific people that I want to meet and become friends with or become associates with. You know, Cardo Ventures has a $75 million revenue target next year with our business and our partner's business. But I do think how, one of my tips, how can you find that one thing that changes your engagement with every other goal that you have. For me, this Forbes 30 under 30 changed everything. It changed my mindset. I'm walking different because I have this goal that seems so unrealistic and so unattainable, but I now have this plan for how I might have a shot at getting there. And I'm reading books about things I've never learned about before, and I'm excited to do it. I don't feel heavy. I feel like quite literally like my body, like my chest is being pulled forward in order to be a different person, to be an elevated version of myself. Every goal that you set doesn't have to have that, but one of them does so that you heighten yourself. So my question to you is, how are you defining a goal to heighten your engagement in 2022? What is that one goal? Others would be great, but what is the one that you're like, man, this thing I'm freaking terrified of, but I'm going to go for it. So all of these other things are positively impacted by you just picking one of those things that's just going to be a game changer for you this year. I'm, let's go through. Let's recap this a little bit. We started with 2021. What happened last year? Then we look at what do we want more of from that list? What do we want less of? How do we optimize that list? Everybody on TikTok and Instagram, I'm sure, is trying to convince you to create a vision board. I highly recommend creating a visual that represents who you want to be and putting it in front of you. I've always talked about this as a way that just transforms goal setting, transforms the way that you show up. Do it. It's not too late. I don't care when you're listening to this. If you're listening to this in July, doesn't matter. That visual is important. So moving into, okay, nitty gritty, some like quick, easy wins for how to set yourself up for 2022. I want to give you the five tips I have in order to get everything that you want in 2022. First tip for how to get everything you want in 2022, put money on the line. If you can't figure out any other way to motivate yourself, man, losing money certainly helps. I am currently in a bet with three incredible ladies for working out 365 days this year. And if we don't work out all 365 days this year, 
we will lose a total of $40,000. $40,000. I don't know how I got myself into it, but this is the greatest accountability I've ever had because I don't want to lose 40K. That's a lot of money. That is a significant amount of money. And so even when I was a little bit feeling under the weather the first two days this year, it's like I'm not missing out on this 45 minutes of, of exercise and I can't, I can't go against this bet that I've made. So first tip, put money on the line. Second tip, find a way to embarrass yourself. So what could you do that would embarrass yourself if you didn't accomplish the goal that you set out? This is really motivating for me because I think of if I'm going to go out and say to people like this on this podcast, oh, I'm excited about and very intent on becoming a Forbes 30 under 30 member. Okay, I'm going to embarrass myself if I fail at that two years in a row. So I'm unwilling to embarrass myself, but I've created this mechanism to where I've shared it enough. So I'm, I'm going to embarrass myself. So now I need to focus on it. How do you do that with your goal? What, who do you talk to about it? Who in your life is that important where you're like, man, if they know this about me and I let myself off the hook, then I'm going to be embarrassed. Tell that person, that gut, that first person you're thinking of is the exact person you need to tell. Next up, you have to get a visual of your goals. The visual is critically important. One of my favorite visuals is of a picture of Helen Myron and she's cracking this nut. There's all of these nuts around her and she has this nutcracker and she's cracking this nut. And the title of this article was called The Long Game. And there is something that has just evoked this emotion in me ever since I found this article a few years back of just this strong, confident woman who's playing the long game. She's not caught up in the day-to-day bullshit and she's focused. Every time I see the photo, it snaps me into, oh yeah, Natalie, you wanna be that. Like, don't be whatever you feel like being, be that person. That visual has entirely changed how I show up to meetings. It changes how I show up into my own internal planning when I'm working at home by myself in my office. So get a visual and put it in front of you. Keep 2032 in mind. 2032, who are you going to be? How old are you? What type of life is that person living? Pull that confidence, pull all of that forward to today. There's no reason that you have to wait until 10 years from now in order to be that person. But you need to determine who that person is first so that then you can say, oh wait, well, I might not have to wait 10 years. Maybe it's two years for me to gain the confidence to start speaking like that or walking like that or having the skill set. But I'm not waiting 10 years. I'm going to do it sooner because I'm going to be that person. So let's take time out of the equation and let's become that today. One of my last tips for getting everything that you want in 2022. You have to remember that people have every single thing that you want. First, you have to get over this game of you getting confidence in yourself. But once you have confidence in yourself and you believe in yourself, the next game that you have to play is how do you get in contact with as many people as possible so that you can expand whatever your impact is. And without people, your impact, you being a great person, you having confidence is only, it's only contained. It's only just you. You need to really understand once you have that skill, how to connect with other people. So in your goals for this upcoming year, how do you make them people oriented? Who do you need to know in order to further your goals? Who do you need to connect with? Who do you need to follow up with? Whose address do you need to be able to start sending mail? Or maybe you need their email address so that you can be sending follow up. But all of a sudden, if you're in a position of leadership, if you're in a position of being a business owner, 
it is a people game. So these goals should be focused on people first, and then you'll get the results that you're looking for because you'll be able to expand and everything that you want is found with other people. With that, that is everything for 2022. I know that you can do this. I know that you are going to be able to lead the team. You're able to hit the targets that you have. And if you feel a little uncomfortable, if you feel a little bit unsure, maybe you're like, oh, my team's a disaster. Highly recommend you pick up my book. It is called Teamwork. I spent a good portion of 2020-2021 writing this book, publishing this book, promoting this book. And this book is so important and is having an incredible impact on so many people's lives. Highly recommend you download it. Go to cardoventures.com forward slash teamwork. That is cardoventures.com forward slash teamwork. Guys, 2022 will be the best year of your life if you choose to make it as such. So just make the choice. Let's get over it. Make the choice already. It would mean the world to me if you would not only share this podcast, but also if you haven't left a review let a review yet, leave a review. Just go do it. Put it in five star because it's great. You've listened to this point. It has to be five star if you're still here with me. Leave a five star review. Let people know why it was incredible and then share the podcast so that more people can learn how to how to get their goals, how to accomplish everything that they want going into this next year. Appreciate you guys. Can't wait to see you next week. <laughs>